0: This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks, on location, Las Vegas, Gold's Gym International 2018, The Gold's Gym Way. I'm here with the man behind the scenes who is tasked with making sure of what people understand to be The Gold's Gym Way, Chief Marketing Officer, a friend of mine since 2002, hailing from Southern California,
1: <laughs> David Reisman, how are we doing? Feed, how are you, buddy? It's good to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. So the first time we met was probably in the Gold's Gym Venice Mecca location, and uh, I remember you were just doing outsourced marketing for Derek Barton, just hanging around the club. Is that right? Derek
1: was uh, Derek was an icon of the brand. It was. I actually was working for an ad agency on Abbot Kinney Boulevard, not too far from the Mecca, and that was back when, as you know, you know the the offices overlooked the gym. I mean, yeah, incredible energy, right, yeah. and Derek. Uh, at the time, he put he put the ad business up for bid. So there was this huge review, and I am telling you, this was the news of the century in the ad business. And I had been working out in Venice, and when we found out, we did everything. I think we begged, borrowed, and stealed to just get an audience with the GGAC, the selection committee. Okay. And they held. The, I'll never forget this. 2002. This was in 2002. Okay and they held the pitch meetings in Venice. They narrowed it down to three. We were a small shop, there were two, other, two big shops, and uh, we went in, and I just remember, you know, between being passionate for the brand and just wanting it so badly, I, it's kind of like they say in football, you leave it all out on the field, yeah, yeah. and a, a day went by, two days went by, and Derek calls me up, and Derek, if you, you know, Derek had yeah, a sense of, course, of humor, he'd be like, mine, oh, yeah. D-Rise. He's like, uh, so how do you think you did? I'm like, I, I think we did okay. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Derek, just tell me. He's like, you got the business. And I remember working out in the Mecca that night. I've never had a better workout in my life. Yeah, Knowing yeah. to be officially a part of this brand, having admired it for my entire life, it was incredible. It's amazing. So uh, when did you leave the ad
0: firm to, to move over? Because it seemed like you were just doing Gold's all the time. As yeah. far as I, knew. So Gold's I don't know if con- you had
1: any other clients. <laughs> it probably didn't seem Did like you? it. Yeah, I actually had like five other clients. but uh, We, Gold's, won't, we Go-
0: won't talk about what their names no, are. For, no, 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 you know, how no. Much time you might have they shall remain done. nameless. Yeah,
1: okay. But Gold's was, was my baby. And, uh, and then in uh, 2005, when the company was moving down to Texas and starting to make plans for that, Gene Lamont uh, asked me, the CEO at the time, he said, look, would you have any interest in coming in house and doing this full time? I said, Gene, where do I sign up? And he said, well, there's one catch, you got to move to okay. Dallas. I knew nothing about Dallas. I had never been there before. And now I got a wife and kids down there. So, you know, now and I'm did not Did you moving. bring
0: that crew down or did you, did <laughs> No, you I found it down there. down there. Okay, so, yeah. so you're like a Texas native.
1: Right? Uh, uh, so I, the driver's license says that I'm a Texas native. Nice, but I, nice. Yes, but I, I don't pull for the sports teams, which makes me a little bit of an outcast, but that's for another time. Yeah,
0: so when, when we first met in 2002, there were, you know, obviously you had the, the Mecca Club. You had, um, didn't really have much of the proliferation of some of the low-cost operators sure. around at that point. Um, and you had a handful of clubs that were, you know, the Galanti clubs in, sure. in D.C. Now you're, fast forward, you're, you're chief marketing officer for international brand, 150-ish corporate clubs. Yep. You know, how how is your, your job changed? How do you think about things differently? Sure. How How do you have to professionalize yourself more than maybe you want to at times?
1: <laughs> you know, it's, it's incredible, and there, there's a couple different answers to that question. Uh, so the first is, is just how the composition of Gold's Gym has changed, right? I mean, to your point back then, we really didn't have that many corporate-owned stores. That has been part of the business that has grown. Now we're at 150 and growing. Right um, On the franchise side, Um, You know, back then, we were more of a licensee, really, for lack of a better term. You know, now we've really evolved into a true franchisor, Uh, and the international component has just exploded. We've got 350-plus gyms internationally, and it's amazing to see how the brand has transcended politics and culture. Mm -hmm. But the other part of it is just how quickly the industry and how marketing has changed. I mean, I remember going back—you probably remember this— I remember going back and doing uh, teaching kind of breakout seminars at convention back then, and the marketing then was okay. Take out an ad in your yellow pages. Yeah. If you had a little money, run some you know run some radio. Take out uh, an ad in your local paper. Yeah. Um, one
0: one sided, two sided door hangers. Right. We're, we're, it, well, multicolor, kind? Make, make
1: sure you're in the valve packs and the you know and, and the new movers. Yeah. Not only has it radically changed. With social media, with paid search, with, you know, everything that's coming down. Um, I mean, we're, we're doing testing now on, uh, using Amazon's new search features, but it continually changes now at a quicker and quicker pace. And mm-hmm. so, whereas maybe things were steady or took a longer time to evolve. Now they're evolving every six months. There's something new that we have to stay on top of. And so not only do we have to stay on top of it, but we have to help our, our franchisees and our corporate gym stay on top of it as well.
0: So when you, um, when you think about that kind of role, and you probably, well, let, let's talk openly about, you know, the Gold Shim brand is always sure. been a hardcore brand. Yeah. You know, and when we got involved, when I was at Brock and Moran, they came in, they basically took 30, 40 pounds of muscle off of the uh, of the of the, uh, of the Oscar, right? <laughs> they tried to slim him up. Yeah. Slimmed him up. Took out his they, definition. Yeah. And took they, out his abs. And they silhouetted the guy. So yeah. Like you yeah. can't see anything. So it looks like a, you know, night night stalker, yeah. everything. Um and, and that was the right thing to do at the time. Now it seems like a lot of the pendulum swung back to more hardcore, high intensity strength training. You know, that's how you're gonna, you can gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna go do a cycling class for 60 minutes, but if you actually wanna like change their body, you're gonna have to use yep. you know, some kind of weight. So when you think about um, the evolution of Gold's Gym and maybe like the temptation to say, oh, well, this is trending right now and
1: maybe we should change the logo or maybe we should do yeah. like, how do you protect it? Yeah. And, and I think you just used the right word is you have to protect it, right? I mean, we are protectors of the brand, all of us, and not just in my role, but franchisees, you know, the corporate gyms. And, you know, of course, on the one hand, you have to evolve as a brand, right? Whether that's your product offering, but we are so unbelievably fortunate. We always say the brand is bigger than any of us. The brand is bigger than me, the executive team. It's bigger than our franchisees. We're all part of something bigger. And the passion for the Shim brand, the enthusiasm, that 's something that no amount of money can buy, and mm-hmm. you know our our heritage you know where we came from uh, you, you know you go to the Olympia you go anywhere it's part of the reason why we have franchises around the world because they used to read about the brand and muscle yeah, sure. and fitness and all these magazines so on the one hand you have to make sure that you always you know stay true to your core and you stay true to the DNA of who you are you know on the other hand to, you know to your point that the, the Industry is changing. We're facing competition on all fronts, so you have to evolve, but you have to evolve in a way that's authentic right, to our right. DNA. So, for instance, last year, you know, we uh, unveiled a new brand campaign, but we did it in a way that stayed true to who we are. You know, stayed true to you know our roots in training in expertise mm-hmm. and coaching, um, and evolved it and still kept the brand an aspirational brand. Uh, and then the other way that we've been doing it, and this is on, on the operational side, is by creating uh, new products. I mean, to your point, we're facing, it used to be back in the good old days, you know, your competition, you had five competitors. You know, you had, right. They all offered the same stuff. Now it's, it's you've got the HVLPs, you've got the boutiques. Um, what we're doing with the Gold Shim Experience, we're competing on service, we're competing on value, and we're also competing on, you know, the full kind of box. Our new concept, I'm sure you've yeah, seen, has... Yep you know, has a, a gold fit, has a, 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 you know, a boutique cycle experience, has boot camp. So we're able to offer it. We think the value proposition is is better than anything else that's out there, but mm-hmm. also always making sure we're staying true to who we are. Because, you know, at the end of the day, the brand is, uh, it's an iconic brand. There aren't too many brands in the world like it.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it's actually the first deal I worked on at, at Brockway Moran and Partners. Um, you should probably know this story, but I don't think you do. So... We, I started working there August 1st of 1999. They had a letter of intent to buy Gold's Gym. There were eight people from the private equity firm sitting around the table and I quickly realized I was the only person that owned the tank top. <laughs> <laughs> and the only person that had a health club membership in the private equity firm, so I raised my hand. So I want to be on the Golds deal. Yep, I basically haven't left the industry since. So it, it's once amazing. you're in it it, you in. you're not out. It, it hooks you can, in. You can't change. Um, so a, as you look forward, you know there's a there's a pending transaction that that's been announced. It sounds like it's going to be a great opportunity to continue yep. to add more infrastructure and grow yep. and provide more service. Having Planet Fitness as a uh, as a bellwether in the financial markets on yep. the public side and what it trades at, which is steep multiple of like 22 to 24 times UBITDA makes people, I think, understand that once you get the engine running, yeah. that there's a lot more locations. Planet Just, says they can have 4,000 locations. Pour gas on the fire. Yeah. So, you know, when you think about, um, you know, competing with, with a company that's got an ad fund of that size and, and um, you, you, you've got the auth- authenticity, you've got the, the you know, you the authority um, maybe you can, maybe you end up punching above your weight. You don't need as much marketing dollars because you <laughs> we'll know, always sure take you the say you'll dollars. take the dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But how, how do you think about the next couple of years? Obviously there's a lot of technology you're going to yeah. you know, get a hold of, but you got a team and you got an infrastructure here. Mm-hmm. So
1: we've, uh, look, we've got a, an amazing team in place and I think, um, yeah, you know, things are evolving. I think what's really exciting is, look, we've, we have created a really unique experience, right? And I think You know, some of the excitement, it's it's generated a lot of coverage, a lot of publicity. uh, And I think maybe that's, you know, part of what led to the sale and I think obviously with the right partner who comes in, they're going to add gas to the fire and it's only going to, it's only going to help maximize some of the opportunities that frankly, we've only begun to scratch the surface on. So you know, whether that being continue to uh, expand our franchise presence, growing out our corporate gyms. Or, you know, there's some other stuff from a technology standpoint. I mean, so we just rolled out Gold's Gym Amp, right? We're starting to kind of innovate outside of the four walls of the the gym because of the presence of the brand, because of um, how it resonates and and has, uh, you know, awareness beyond the four walls. And in places, frankly, where we don't do any marketing, Mm -hmm. we're able to start explore stuff like that. And then also, you know, looking at... Things like member journeying, automation, right? It used to be in our business. You know, you remember this. Be, we were a prospect-focused business. How many people can we get in through the front door, and how low can we get that cost? Sure. But now, you know, we're looking at not only doing better targeting, so targeting different kinds of members. You know, there might be someone who just wants to come in and, and have our basic experience. We might go out and target someone who is a higher-value member because now we have you know, a $99 membership to go along with uh, with our other one. Mm-hmm. But also, once they're in the gym, this is, I think, the most important thing. This is where a lot of innovation's happening just in the industry as a whole, is journeying, keeping members engaged, making sure that they're staying involved in services, you know, upselling them on PT, but also turning them into advocates. Because, mm-hmm. you know, one of, one of the things that we're really focused on to help, not only bring the New Gold Gym experience to life, but to help, you know, break down whatever intimidation barriers that there might be is, we see consistently. Anyone who's intimidated to walk into a gym or Gold's gym, when they become members, when they become engaged in services, they become the biggest advocates for the brand. So we just need to to nurture that. But yeah, there's a lot of opportunity out there. And I think the next couple of years are going to be really, really exciting. Great.
0: Well, uh, I'm glad you won the pitch in 2002. So you and so, me both. Yeah, exactly. to say it was life changing
1: is an understatement. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So that, that one pitch basically defined your 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 life. So the
1: passion you left it you left it in the conference room. So left it all out floor. there. Yeah, you're still trying to leave it out here on the convention floor.
0: Yeah, that's great. All right, well, um, it's great to see the progress. I'm excited about where you guys are going. Hopefully, be uh, hope to be part of the, uh, the the Gold's Gym way.
1: Yes, going Ab- forward. Absolutely, let's do this again soon. All right, bro. Thanks, Good to man. See you, man. Appreciate awesome. it.